Welcome to Rebecca Sounds Reveille. Welcome back. We've got another exciting episode for you. I'm absolutely delighted to share with you the founder of Beyond Corporate Life and Dynamic Foundations Institute. She is a coach who enjoys helping others through coaching. She supports entrepreneurs, especially when it comes to business startups and growth. In fact, her company, Dynamic Foundations Institute, DFI, is a consulting firm, and it is targeted towards the small and medium-sized businesses that are seeking to standardize and grow. This is so important because we often overlook the smaller and medium-sized businesses, and over the last few years, they've actually sort of dwindled down because they didn't have the right standardization and the growth-promoting tools. So guess what? Her company provides HR services, process implementation, as well as other administrative um, needs that those smaller businesses may have. This is absolutely exciting. In addition to that, Beyond Corporate Life, which is a division of DFI, is really focused on helping, well, those to overcome obstacles, all these little hurdles in life and business. Once you overcome them, it allows the opportunity for the development of legacies. And that is the goal. So Beyond Corporate Life works with clients really to identify, wait for it, corporate additional support through coaching and courses. So with me today, I have the founder and who is just the life behind all of this, giving what is needed to small and medium-sized businesses and more. L. Michelle Burkhead, welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me, Rebecca. I am super excited to be here today. Thank you for having me on your show. I am so excited too. I can't wait to hear all the things that you're doing because I've got to tell you, this is one of the most often overlooked areas in business. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what's really more not more, in addition to just as refreshing as the focus on the small businesses mm -hmm. and medium-sized businesses, is that when you're doing that, you're actually changing somebody on a personal level immediately. It's not something that somebody goes through with corporate HR or training, and then there's sort of an environment in this large arena and then the transformation is sort of in these small steps because you're still mm -hmm. going through the skeletons of what the bones of what the, that corporation is all all about when you're a small business a medium-sized business these changes and things are mm -hmm. effective almost immediately as you're using them and not only that that directly relates to your personal life tell me how you got started Yes, absolutely. Um, so I actually do have a background in corporate. So I have worked in human resources, coaching people through many problems, answering all manner of questions. And then I was led by God into, into another area that I never expected. So I, um, as a person, I love a challenge, right? So I actually ask for something more challenging. And my company said, oh, sure, go start up a plant. And, and instead of just balking at the idea, I said, okay, sure, thanks. I will 100% do this, right? So I, I got an opportunity to start up a plant that I think was valued at 
$1.8 billion. So all of the, I, exactly all of the different um, uh, areas in administration. So HR, accounting and finance, I had a hand in that legal, IT, all of those different things. I got an opportunity to start all that up from the ground up. Love the experience. I learned so much. And of course, doing it in the Mexican culture was phenomenal. So I got an extra learning there, but that just kind of fed my need even more. Um, so I continued to do that several, several plant startups. Now I'm up to three plant startups and a plant closure, unfortunately, um, which provides a different experience, but it's just that broad thinking. So as I was down in Mexico, I also had an experience um, with just driving, driving down the road. I happened to look out the window and I see this lady selling um, candy and goods out of the out of a little cart that she had. And for some odd reason, that just hit me. Here's my myself, right? An American down here in this country. I don't know anything about it, but I'm absolutely having this wonderful experience. But I juxtapose that with me coming down here to work and almost doing things for leisure and me getting that opportunity to do the thing that I loved versus someone who's having to engage in entrepreneurship just to feed her family. And that changed me so much mm -hmm. that I started to look at everyone differently from a standpoint of how can I now help them? So I took that back as motivation to come back to the U.S. and figure out how can I actually help small and medium sized businesses more. So really using all of the experience that I had starting up these companies and now bringing that to medium, small and medium sized businesses to help them. So, of course, kind of to your original point. So, yes, I'm helping that entrepreneur, but that entrepreneur is also employing other people. And now we're helping them through that process. So I absolutely. Absolutely enjoy it. I love what you're doing because for many that have watched or listened to this show over the years, they're getting it, they're going to hear this. And I, maybe I need to just repeat it because sometimes with repetition, things work. We are but faced with different situations that we come across in life. The same thing with different people that we come across in life. It's mm -hmm. one of three reasons that we're there. And I, especially for me, being a Christian woman, utilize this thought as coming my purpose um, mm -hmm. in this from God. And for those that are just learning about life and maybe don't have the same viewpoint right now, it's still completely applicable. So it is this, when I meet someone or I come across, this is the same thing you were talking about, a situation, uh -huh. it's for one of three reasons. I'm there to learn something. I'm either there to go learn something. I'm there to teach someone or something about that or both. I'm going to learn and I'm going to teach. And you have done that. I mean, and yours was in this particular incident, so significant in the way that it was brought to you. And that now you have been able to turn around and make it work because your niche is a game changer. It is a game changer across the board. 
Yes, I, I certainly hope so, because this is this is something that I'm I'm definitely passionate about. And you're you're right. It did come out of left field for me, because oftentimes whenever you're in corporate, you kind of get this sense of um, complacency. Right. So you're you're getting the salary, you're getting the benefits and life is good. And then from a spiritual standpoint, you know, God kind of said, no, 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 hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> I want you to do something else. Right. So um, I have embraced it fully and I absolutely love it. At the end of the day, if I can help just one person, I would live a happy life. I love that. And I've had the same view, that focus is just let whatever it is that I'm supposed to teach someone else change Mm -hmm. just one person. But if we think about this, so I think, okay, well, I just got to stop that thought. I have so many things. I'm so excited about these Uh today. So here's the thing. Many of us have heard the six degrees of separation where Mm -hmm. you'll go on to one of your social profiles and it'll say something like, you probably know this person and they, you would never imagine how Mm -hmm. affiliated they are in your circle. Right. So it's amazing how just one person that we affect the ripple from that Mm. as they change is huge. Yes, that's it amazing. Is huge. Yeah. And I, I absolutely love that you bring that up because, and I think that's what most people really should recognize as they're doing something, as they're going about their life, right? If there's one small thing that they can do to help someone else, they're actually probably helping thousands of people. Yes. You're right. Yes. And you know, sometimes these small acts of kindness, Mm -hmm. are as simple as smiling at somebody when you walked out of the convenience store door Mm -hmm. that could have changed somebody's day and maybe their whole life it's amazing because people are like nah it's just a smile you don't know what what's going on with that person Mm -hmm. what has been transpiring in their life and how that's recognized that smile and show of recognition of the other person just being in their presence for that brief moment can make a huge difference. I know that there's people who have disabilities mm-hmm. and maybe even other ailments that have caused people in life to sort of not look at them when they walk by and they almost feel invisible. And mm-hmm. it's just something like a smile that makes them feel like, wow, you know, I'm a value. I'm the value to someone. I love what you're saying. Yes, you're right. You know what? Sometimes it's a smile and sometimes it's to do something that we take for granted, which is to actually ask someone how they're doing. And I mean, really ask with the intention of wanting to know. Because oftentimes that's what happens to me and it it can wind up in a coaching conversation, but I'll ask someone, Hey, how are you doing? And next thing I know they're, they're telling me, and it can be, you know, 10 minutes later, but they really needed that conversation. Mm -hmm. I find that so often. That's so true. And what you said, it's, it almost sounded like we would blow by this, but I've got to bring this and hone it right in because something Mm -hmm. that you said is important when we are asking somebody how their day is actually listening. I think this is a big part of the gap 
that we find in society is that people talk and we have a lot of conversations going on, but the meat that really needs to be heard gets often overlooked because there's the Pareto principle that comes into into play here. So you've got 80% of communication that's going out and 20% is being Mm -hmm. sort of uh, you know, fuzzed out either by somebody's thoughts, what they're going to say when they're hearing the other person talk because they want to make sure that they respond with something or something that they don't forget that was on their mind. And so 20% of that is gone. Plus there's cultural differences too, as far as language, subcultures, mm-hmm. depending on if somebody was living on the East Coast or on the West Coast and the two of them get together and the dialect in the conversation is just a little bit different or whatever the case may be, but that 20% can get lost. And so if we're asking somebody how their day is and we're not really listening, we can miss a lot about Mm -hmm. how we could have helped someone just by having that understanding that they needed to share. Yes, you're exactly right. So I've actually made it my my personal mission, if you will, to talk less and listen more, because whenever you listen, you learn so much more about a person. Right. And not only are you learning about that person, you're learning about yourself as well. And my my dad and I actually and I have these conversations all the time about just listening and learning from other people's experiences because oftentimes in life you can save yourself a lot of headache if you would just learn to listen from someone else's experience right saving yourself from financial mistakes that you could have made saving yourself from bad relationships just just simply by listening to someone else's experience so talking is great leading is great you know there's always time for that but really honing in and listening to someone makes the world a difference Oh my, oh my, you are so on target with that. And I want to, I want to share something that I was thinking, because now, you know, that 20% of me was there, had a thought come Mm -hmm. up while you were talking. So you're spot on, Mm -hmm. but I want to kind of expand on what you were saying, because I think that this is really crucial. That listening, and you said you're taking the time, you're spending more time listening. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes we forget to listen to ourselves, to stop yes. and hear what's going on within. Mm-hmm. We are too busy thinking what we're going to say to somebody, what we're going to do next, uh, what's, what's for dinner, what's on the agenda for this. Our thoughts are going so fast that sometimes we forget to listen to ourselves and what we're saying to ourselves and that in it in its entirety of context can be a game changer. Yes. Oh my goodness. I love this topic so much because I get so excited. One, because I make mistakes just like everyone. I I fail to listen to myself. You know what? I'm a huge fan of to-do lists. I will set my to-do list and boom, boom, boom. Nothing can get in the way of my to-do list to the point sometimes where I get at the end of the day and my head is hurting. I am extremely tired. Someone's trying to have a conversation with me and I completely, I just don't hear them. 
just because I've exhausted myself so much because I did not take any time out for myself, listen to my body as to what's going on with me to check in during the middle of the day. Right. And I think that's something that's important for everyone. Even it's five, if it's five, 10, 15 minutes, several times throughout the day, just to check in, because we really can't help someone else if we don't help ourselves. Good point. It's the whole mm-hmm. airplane, the mask drop, you put it on first before you can help anybody exactly. else save them. So, but I like what you're saying. And I, I think if I were going to give three words to the audience based on what you just said, mm-hmm. It is take a few minutes, maybe three times a day to check in with yourself, because here's the thing with that, with what you've said. And I love this because when we start understanding ourself, Mm -hmm. our healthiness changes. And here goes that ripple effect down the chain to everybody that we know and everybody that we come in contact with. So Mm -hmm. here's the thing. Oftentimes you hear people say, hmm. I had this intuition about that. But we more often or not are being spoken to either by the Holy Spirit or by our whatever we have going on within. And here's the thing as we're sitting in there checking in with ourselves, like you've said, and we're really listening to what's going on, we're going to have an answer or a solution to a lot of problems we didn't even know that we had the answer for. By listening to ourselves. Exactly. Again, coming back to that point of solving so many problems, right? Just by listening. It's either listening to someone else or just by listening to ourselves. We've, we've got tons of answers, tons of information that we can provide. Sometimes we just have to take a minute, stop and listen. That's it. Yes, such a good point. And when you said we have tons of information, There is a number, and I don't remember what it is. Maybe you'll know, but we only use X amount of our brain. And even within that, there's part of our subconscious that's always picking up, analyzing, listening, catching things, but we can't sort of puzzle piece it all together until Mm -hmm. we sit down and take that time to check in. Exactly. Just get analysis. Yes, that analysis time is is what we need because again, we're we're constantly going. And I'm in a imagine whenever you have all these different things that you have to do during the day, and then all of a sudden life happens, right? You maybe lose a job, or you could just have a bad day at work and you know your boss is no longer happy with you today, right? Or you come home and, and your kids are not happy, you know, your spouse isn't happy. All of that just compounds on everything and it just makes it so that you can't analyze anything right so taking an opportunity to check in with ourselves actually puts us in a better place for the next day for the next opportunity whatever that that you know may be so that we can be better for ourselves and for someone else i love how you are expressing this it takes me back to a time when i was much younger And I had a lot of things going on in my Mm. world. And um, even in my own household, there was a lot of things going on. Mm -hmm. And I kept thinking, when, how do I get time for me to be able to regroup and 
you know, I don't know, breathe in, breathe out for count to 10, even though I didn't know about breathing techniques back then. But it was something that's really interesting because the question comes up when they say, I don't know how I can check in with myself. I can't get away to check in with myself. I can think of what I did, but I'm, and I can share it. But I want to ask you before I do, if you were to hear that from one of your clients to say, El Michelle, I just don't even know what I, what I can do to check in with myself. How do I do this? What, mm. how, what would you share with them on how they can get started in doing that? Oh, so, so plenty of examples. So this is probably a funny one. <laughs> I um, actually have a little space in my closet where I keep um, some pillows. There were just like some big pillows or whatnot that I had on, on a bed at one point. So there are times where I would just go in there and sit five minutes, just go in there and sit. So that's an example. Taking a small walk and leaving your devices at home. You don't have to go far, but just leaving your devices at home so that there are no distractions, right? Or going to the refrigerator and grabbing a bottle of water. Those are little small things that get you away from your normal routine and your normal activity that can easily allow you to check in with you, with yourself, do a couple of breaths in those moments, and then you can come back. And I can guarantee you, you'll feel just a tad bit of relief and probably very refreshed. It's so true. My, so my place was the bathroom, go in and close the door. Mm-hmm. Or I like that. I like that. And just, uh, just sit there. There's and the, the nice, at that time, we didn't have smartphones. This takes me way back. Mm-hmm. because this is during the time when cell phones came out and you carried it in a bag and it was about mm. lo- pretty quite large. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't like you could go in there and review, you know, your Facebook account or anything like that. I mean, like when you went into the bathroom, it's silence. Mm. And I want to say something about that though, because much like your closet. The Mm -hmm. thing is, many people don't know what to do when they're silence. It's a very scary thing because we have the reality then of, and if we're paying attention, the thoughts that are going through our heads, sometimes those thoughts are quite loud, almost where you would think it was audible to somebody (laughs) else because they're saying, you need to go do this or whatever. And we are so, we live in this quick paced society. Everything is so quick. You've got your drive throughs your ATMs. Things are much quicker now than just that because almost instantaneously on certain programs in an app, if you put in somebody's email address, it can verify it the minute you click on save and it'll say contact not, you know, that's not the right email. Mm-hmm. You've entered something wrong. That's not a valid email address. How how fast that is, but that's how we live. So right. for us to sit down for 10 minutes or 15 minutes is almost unnerving for some people. And those thoughts get really loud. But I like what you've said about the closet. And I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because when you go in and it's dark in there and you close that door, and here's what I really liked. You've got these pillows that are in there. Mm-hmm. that invites relaxation 
so that you can sit down and hear what's going on inside. I like that better than trying to sit on this white hard thing. <laughs> you close the door, you know, cause that's kind of cold that, mm-hmm. that, but what you're talking about with that little closet space is warmth. It's dark. Mm-hmm. There's no visual cues that really can take us away from our thoughts. We got to be in there. I yeah. like that. And you're exactly right. And you know what? And, and it can be difficult at first. I will admit, especially whenever you are accustomed to, to being on such a role, if you were right in the flow of doing things, but you know what? I would encourage people. You don't have to start with 10 minutes, just start with one or two minutes at first and slowly work your way up because it can be a little bit uncomfortable, but I promise it is so worth it because we all just need that time just for a little bit to step away. That is so true. I like what you've said because baby steps get you to to these big changes. And that is really huge. I I like what you've said one to two minutes, because when we start learning to pay attention Mm -hmm. to different things, internally just in those one to two minutes you can do it five minutes and then you could actually do it throughout the day once i mean and this this might take 30 days or something of doing these things these techniques over time Mm -hmm. uh, maybe even a little bit longer but when once we do that we can sort of work later on on autopilot and be hearing our thoughts even though we're doing other tasks throughout the day so this is where i think your expertise really comes in and helps with small and medium-sized businesses because you combine these techniques along with other strategies to really Mm -hmm. make sure that human resources were working right, process implementation is correct, and that the other administrative needs of the business get done at the same time the person is growing and it all culminates together in success. Yes. And it's it's really my goal to address the entrepreneur as a person, but also the entrepreneur or or whichever position someone's in at, at the smaller, medium-sized business. And and well as well as addressing the business itself, right? Because oftentimes whenever someone gets in a smaller, medium-sized business, they only think about, oh my goodness, I have to do this, 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 this in order to keep the business going. And they get to a point where they're overwhelmed, right? So that's where some of the coaching comes in. It's actually allowing that entrepreneur to take some time for themselves in those sessions. But also we can have additional sessions where they do talk through some of their business needs, right? So that's that's really what we aim to do at Beyond Corporate Life, whether we're talking about business, life, mindset, what have you. I love that. I was going to bring up uh, the Beyond Corporate Life because you do coaching and you also do courses at the same time. So those that are really, really wanting to develop either faster or um, as we know, the more we do and learn, we continue mm-hmm. to foster growth that want to take courses. You have that available as well. Yes. Yeah, so we've got several courses and many more in the works. Um, we, 
really try our best to make sure that we are providing what the the client needs, right? So everyone nowadays has a course for everything, right? But we want to make sure that whenever we provide something, it's going to be value added and what the client really needs. So between the podcast and coaching and courses and through uh, DFI, whenever we're doing individual consulting, hopefully that will get everyone on the right path, whether it's for themselves or for the business. So you brought up your podcast and yes. <laughs> I don't want to minimize that because you mentioned, well, okay, we have the coaching, we've got the courses, we've got the podcast. Let's talk about your podcast. Tell me a little bit about it. I, I really yes, the podcast. Yeah, so um, it's called Beyond Corporate with Coach L. Michelle. So it's really a podcast that that really speaks to anyone. So the name itself comes from just the idea of corporate. So again, my background is in corporate. I've done HR and startups, but there was a part of me that really just really felt stifled by the entire process. Because whenever you think about it, corporate is a big machine, right? So oftentimes you've got thousands of people all trying to work together to accomplish this one thing, which is to grow the company. And there are strategies that are put in place. There are things that are set that you really don't have an opportunity to provide your own spin on it. And that can feel very stifling. So whenever I took an opportunity to look at it, I just recognized, oh my goodness, corporate is great, but I don't feel like myself. And are there other people out there like me? And there are. But then I decided to go one step farther and say, well, my definition of corporate is someone else's is may, may not be the same as someone else's. So hence beyond corporate with Coach L. Michelle is corporate is anything that stops someone from being 100 percent happy or stops them from living their legacy. So that's really what we talk about on the show is how to identify those obstacles to and remove them and being able to walk into your happiness and also walk into your legacy. I love that. The two things I think that are absolutely paramount in life are the last two that you said, and that's happiness and living a legacy. Yes. And I can think of anybody that I've talked to in a long time that has focused, really, really focused on those two things about their business, about helping others. It's often we hear, uh, what's your definition of success? Okay, let's take you there. This is what we can do to get the steps there. But ultimately we can get you there, but you're gonna find when you get to whatever definition it is that you have of success, you're still not happy and you may not have left a legacy. And so that's been a lot of work that you've spent your wheels spinning on. Yes. That didn't give you the ultimate success within your life. And people have found, especially once they, I think, you know, they talk about wisdom and <laughs> you don't have it until you're a little bit older in life. And then you get a little bit. And then as you get a little bit older, you get a little bit more mm-hmm. through experiences and 
trials and tribulations and all those things. The thing is, when you start hitting that age, you realize that material possessions and these specific goals that you had earlier in life mean nothing. They're not, they were mm-hmm. tangible. There were certain things that were tangible, but they, they weren't fulfilling. Mm-hmm. You're right. And the, the only way I can describe it to what, and to really sort of connect with what you're saying is when you're say a grandparent mm-hmm. and you say nothing else matters, but seeing that smile on my grandchild's face, understanding that concept. And when you get there <laughs> or something similar, you'll understand that nothing else means anything except for the joy that you get inside and when you feel that joy you want it on every level you want it you want it across the board and that's when i think even so if you're not even at that point there's other ways you can get there but when you start experiencing the joy that you're talking about the happiness Mm -hmm. i think that's where people can start erecting healthy boundaries and realize that they're going to get more of that and that that happiness is a better fulfillment than anything that's coming along. Mm, I love that. You're exactly right. You know, here's, here's actually one question that I ask clients in order to put them in that headspace. And this is actually in, in one of the courses. So I actually set the scenario up and I say, imagine that you are outside on the porch or, you know, at a lake or whatnot, and your grandchild comes to sit next to you. And your grandchild looks at you and says, Grandma, Grandpa, tell me what you did in your life. Tell me about your experiences. And then I ask my client to actually say to and and complete the scenario, what do they tell their grandchild? Because I can guarantee you, they're not going to say, oh, well, I bought 10 cars, I bought a house in this place, and I bought a house in another country, and I've got all this money. They're not going to say that. They're going to actually tell about their experiences. And that is the important part. That's where happiness and legacy comes in. So that's what I've really tried to hone in on and really make people try to understand what are the important things in life. And again, you know, the tangible things are great, you know, that makes us happy in the moment. But what are those truly important things in life that go towards our character that we would want someone else to know? El Michelle, that is absolutely profound. And I want to leave that thought in the minds of everybody who's watching and listening and let them start thinking about those things. And I want them to be encouraged to listen to your podcast. I want them to connect with you and follow you on all the different social medias. And, um, and if they feel comfortable enough or whether it's as an entrepreneur or just as an individual to get connected with you through both of the businesses that you have and, um, you know, beyond corporate life or, um, DFI and see where it can take them on their journey. How can they do that? 
Yes. So you can go to beyondcorporatelife.com. There's actually a message, a place where you can send me a message directly. Also, you can follow me on social media. Um, it's beyond corporate life underscore on Twitter and then beyond corporate life on Instagram. And then also um, dfinstitute.com. I'll be there. I absolutely appreciate you being on the show today, sharing so many valuable things for people to think about. I can tell you, I've learned some things from you. I know that those that are listening have, I am jazzed about the difference that it's going to make in just the one person who's got the ripple effect and uh, big hugs going to you because what you're doing is so significant. Thank you. No, thank you so much. You are absolutely amazing. Thank you for having me on your show. This has been an amazing experience and we had a lot of good conversations today, even before we started recording. So I absolutely loved it. Thank you so much. Oh, big hugs to you. And I want to thank all of you for tuning into another episode of Rebecca Sounds Reveille, delivering things that you can use to make your life healthier or someone you know's life healthier. We want you to make sure to share this with everybody you know on social media and everybody that you don't. Thanks for tuning in.